1: What's up? I'm Brian Scott Rippy. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Rippy Rights Podcast. We have an awesome guest today. Actually, a twofer, the first duo on the Rippy Rights Podcast ever. We have Susanna Harris and Abby Parselin from Hyperlux. Abby is the CEO of Hyperlux. Susanna is the director of business development. Hyperlux is a gaming company that has partnered with collectives across the country to bring Madden tournaments and allow athletes to create. NIL opportunities through Madden tournaments and interacting with fans. It's an incredibly cool concept. They have an awesome event going on Thursday night outside of the eSports center on campus at Ole Miss, where you're going to get to see Marshall Henderson and Patrick Willis play Madden against each other. They're going to have a game day like set. It's just a really awesome thing in a fast growing company in the world of gaming and eSports. And I really, really think you'll enjoy this interview. And one of the first partnerships they did with the Grove Collective is, was with the Grove Collective as the Grove Collective continues to be on the tip of the spear as far as innovating in NIL. So buckle up. I think you'll really enjoy it. You may have seen this a while back and wonder kind of what exactly it was. These two did an incredible job of explaining it. And I think you'll really find it to be a fascinating concept. So before we get to that, though, wanted to take a quick break to remind you, this podcast is brought to you by rent the sip boxer, rent the sip boxers Turnberry unit is located off of old Taylor road. It sleeps eight comfortably. It's gated. It includes amenities such as a pool, tennis courts and a sauna. It's a terrific location, less than a mile from the old miss campus straight shot. to Swayze field straight shot. Basically, to Vaught Hemingway Stadium, and of course, right after that, the Grove as well. Check it out today. It can be tough to find availability on big weekends in Oxford. Rent the Sip Oxford has you covered. Maybe you're just passing through on a random weeknight. Maybe you're coming up for a weeknight basketball game, and you don't want to mess with the hotel. Rent the Sip Oxford has you covered. Go online to rentthesipoxford.com to check availability today. If you use the promo code Rippy rights that is R-I-P-P-E-E R-I-P-P-E-E-Rights all W-R-I-T-E-S, you get a hundred bucks off any two night stay. Check them out. Rent the Sip Oxford. Dot com. This podcast is also brought to you by C Spire. Time to upgrade your home internet to the best service in the market with C Spire Home Fiber. The past few years have proven how important it is to have reliable home internet connection for you and your family. That's why C Spire Home provides the most reliable internet service with 99.99% uptime. C Spire also prides themselves with best customer service in the home internet market. Their customer service is award-winning, local, based out of the Southeast with industry low call wait time. C-SPIRE provides 1 gigabit and 300 megabit internet packages to homes across Mississippi, Birmingham, and southern Alabama regions. C-SPIRE is also proud to announce the release of their brand new 2 gigabit and 8 gigabit home internet plans. Save yourself the hassle by not waiting for your internet connection to drop with the other guys. Call or go online to cspire.com slash home today and use promo code RIPPEE. and you'll get one month of free service. So you get a free month of internet service and the best internet service in the market just for listening to this podcast. How about that? Check them out. CSpire customer inspired. All right. Here is Susanna Harris and Abby Parslin from Hyperlux on their partnership with Ole Miss and the Grove Collective. All right. We now welcome on two very special guests. I think it's probably the first time in this podcast history we've done two guests at one time. It is Abby Parslin, who is the CEO of Hyperlux, and Susanna Harris, the VP of... Of business development. You guys have an event coming up, which we'll get to in just a second, but I appreciate you guys joining me. How are y'all? Oh, we're doing great. Thanks for having us, Brian.
2: Yes, we're good. I always say um, anytime you're in Oxford, it's a good day.
1: Absolutely. I moved back here from Dallas about a year ago, and I, I really enjoyed it. My commute went from like 45 minutes to two, so that that helps a lot. Um, Abby, is this your first time in Oxford? Susanna, I know you went to Ole Miss, correct? I, I imagine you're, this is not your first time in Oxford.
2: This is definitely not my first time. I don't remember my first time, because I was probably an infant. Um, I grew up in Jackson and then um, went to school here 2000-2004. Awesome. Oh, it's great.
3: Um, yeah, I, I'm from Boston, uh, but I've been doing a lot of work with the Grove Collective and been back and forth. And it's very nice here. I see why they call it the Velvet Ditch. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, is a, uh, it is a great little town. I guess we'll start there. So I jumped on a Zoom call before with Abby back in the summer, and you guys gave me a great explanation of what Hyperlux is. For, for those out there listening, kind of explain what the concept and what the company is.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hyperlux is a uh, esports and gaming technology platform, but what we also do is we level up communities by doing all kinds of things, so so online events and in person, and this is a really good example of uh, what we can do here on the Ole Miss campus to bring together athletes and esports athletes and put on a nice fun event for the community.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and so for you guys getting into a I know you're not necessarily a gaming company, right? Like directly, but getting into the gaming space, how familiar were both of y'all with the area coming in and how did y'all kind of find your way to Hyperlux?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it's totally different. I'm not a gamer. I never have been a gamer unless you count, you know, Nintendo Mario Brothers back <laughs> in the day. Um, and but I've always been into traditional sports, just kind of born and raised, especially on SEC sports especially Ole Miss sports so um, I feel like I bring in the traditional sports and have a, a long history of business development and then that kind of just organically flowed into Hyperlux through connections that I had and then Abby yeah you know Um,
3: I wasn't a gamer I'm a late in life gamer <laughs> and uh, um, I got into gaming and creating gaming content, uh, I was diagnosed with MS at 30. And um, I kind of slowed my world down kind of like the pandemic, but just kind of before everyone else. And so I am a creative person. My husband's a filmmaker. He's my co CEO. And we wanted to do something creative. And we saw that there was gaming and esports and Twitch, which was a live streaming platform. And it felt like pirate radio and it was something we could do from home and something to learn and develop and we really just absolutely fell in love with creating new media in that way and uh we've worked with a few different startups and a few other esports technology platforms and um you know, found our way to Hyperlux, which was a great company with some great people uh, who wanted to look at things differently. And so we came on board to really help kind of usher the professional side of content, you know, into the gaming world. And then with Susanna coming on board with her experience in traditional sports, it just made a lot of sense with our NIL program. And I think that you know, it's kind of a beautiful marriage of both things because, you know, athletes are gamers and gamers are competitors. And, you know, they're both, I consider both parties, uh, student athletes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm 28 and I grew up playing, I was never good at any of like the fighting or shooting games. So I usually was at NCAA football or Madden. And when (laughs) I was growing up, if there was streaming or Twitch or any of that, it was had to have been in its infancy stages. But I do remember playing like the NCAA football game and doing online matches against other guys. And really the only like communication you'd have, if you had a microphone, you, know, you could talk to the guy on the other side, which usually just devolved to you yelling at each other about the third quarter. But then I do remember <laughs> as a kid thinking like, man, it would be kind of cool if you could do this in person, or you could kind of do this on a streaming platform. And then yeah. I have two younger brothers And by the time my youngest brother came through, that was like the YouTuber Twitch age where the way you consume sports or gaming or whatever just really kind of changed. And there's been a lot of famous streamers and YouTubers and everything kind of in that internet genre come about since. When was kind of the first time each of you realized that this was a huge opportunity and this was something that had grown into really the mainstream, particularly with younger people?
3: Yeah, I would say it wasn't until uh, January 5th of 2019 was my very first live stream on Twitch. Uh, I have a show called The Rad Abbey Show that we do most nights and have been since then uh, where we host open Fortnite matches. So we host little tournaments for anyone who watches the show. They can come play against each other. And I've worked with a lot of the different platforms. I'm on the creator council for Meta. I'm a partner there. Um and it was just really I had never seen a live stream before I went live. I was just, oh, I get to make a TV show. This is fun. And there's so much more to it. And I didn't realize that there was such a incredible community around gaming and esports and coming together and competing every single day and it, it just it was a whole world that I didn't know about mm-hmm. you know I got onto Discord and I have a Discord community where we talk all the time and it, it's just a world I never would have found or experienced for any other reason and it's beautiful and so I wanted to use my skills and experience to really kind of level up that and and help usher it into a place that could be more mainstream.
2: Yeah. And I think for me, um I realized just kind of had that aha moment this summer at the live event in Nashville. There was um an event with on three in the top 30 uh football recruits from the across the nation and guests like Kirk Herbstreet and Livy Dunn and um Hyperlux put on a live streamed um, Madden tournament for those recruits. And just seeing it in person i was like this makes so much sense everybody needs to do this like it just it's the ev- it's the natural evolution of sports bringing in the traditional sports to the esports and we are at that moment right now and i think that's what i'm most excited about this live event that we have going on because i'm so proud of our university for really being on the forefront of that
1: Yeah. And Patrick had mentioned the live event this summer and actually was nice enough to invite me to go. I was, I don't travel much for work. Literally like the one day of the summer I was out of town for work was the day of the event. But when he started like listing the names of the people that were going to be there, I got to be honest, I was like, holy shit, this sounds like a pretty big deal with a lot of people there. I, I don't, it sounds like that obviously went very well And like make or break moments, definitely not the right phrase for it, but that seemingly was an event you guys had where you really kind of realized, hey, we absolutely have something here. Is that a fair assessment of how that went?
3: Yeah, it was a pretty pivotal moment and it really solidified the fact that, you know, we have innovated and created something brand new that no one else is doing by, you know, bringing together traditional sports and esports on college campuses and, um, giving it the, you know, giving it the flair of, you know, a big live show, like you'd watch a football game, because really when you're talking about games with EA and specifically Madden, everyone already knows those rules. There is not a high barrier of entry to get in and click a couple buttons and play some football. And I think it's something that some of the other games that are more traditionally esports competitive games, they there's a lot you need to know. It's not really main it's not user friendly. They're you know, people don't want to see shooting or fighting, but Madden and NBA two K and these sports games, they're you know, V for everyone. Yeah. That's EA's whole slogan.
2: I think that's what I love about it too, is that it's so inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anyone can play.
3: Yeah, I think it's also really important to have these types of programs for your DEI. And, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion is so important. And something like esports that takes the physicality out of it really puts competitors on an even playing field. And whether that be male or female or people uh, who are disabled, uh, like myself, you know, It allows you to be able to scratch that itch of competition like I still, you know, I play Fortnite and when I dunk on some 14 year old kid, you know, it feels good. It feels really
1: good. There is certainly a competitive urge there. Cause I remember just playing like my roommates in college in you know, Madden or in the old NCAA game. And I remember getting just irrationally pissed when I would lose. Like it oh, does yeah. definitely scratches a creative itch there for an event like that, whether it's the one we have Thursday, which we'll get to in just a second or the one in Nashville. What is that like selling that to some of the people you had in attendance, whether it's Livy Dunn, Kirk Street, what is the selling process of getting them to, buy-in, I guess, for the lack of a better phrase, to an event like this and actually show up? How does that go?
3: Um, Well, we were in a really fortunate position there because on three, this event was put together to educate and Mm -hmm. kind of empower these athletes and make sure that they have, they and their parents have the information going into college to understand NIL and what their opportunities are and how to navigate that. And someone like Livy Dunn, who started a foundation to support female athletes and NIL initiatives, you know, the education part of it's so important. So there were a lot of people who were there, you know, to speak to these athletes and mentor them. Um, And we came in, you know, we had 21 days from when we were told that we were going to put on a show for them uh, to execution. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And We, we put it together. We wanted it to feel like a red zone. So we had four gaming stations. I I coined the term uh, futon co-op. So uh, we got some futons out there and some TVs and played couch co-op to kind of replicate the college experience that they were going to be moving into. And, the live events that we put on put on it isn't just about the broadcast or the show that we create it's about the experience for the people who are there as yeah. well and so little micro attractions like Papa shot basketball you know they were lobbing those balls from across the ballroom <laughs> uh, they were
2: having a blast
3: yeah it's really about creating these micro experiences within the broadcast for really authentic you know I just did not expect the parents to be so into it. Oh,
2: they were. I mean, it's just good, clean fun. And then you bring in the community too with sponsorships. And it it really is a cohesive event for everyone. It's family friendly. It's got the community involvement. Yeah, It's just a positive, it's inclusive. It's just po- very positive. Yeah. And you could tell from that experience,
3: Everybody, everyone had a blast. Yeah, it was great. It was really, it was fun to feel that energy. And um, I was surprised that the guests and the adults and the parents, you know, I thought they were going to leave and it was basically going to be a babysitting job for 30 (laughs) high school seniors to not go out and get themselves into trouble in Nashville. And so I was going to put on a video game tournament so that they didn't leave the hotel. And I think a lot of people thought that's what was going to happen there. Um, but bringing in an event to really teach these kids what it is like to be in a live broadcast and what their opportunities are in esports and gaming, because being able to step into kind of non endemic brand sponsorships and, you know, tap into the global gaming market. And now you're talking G Fuel. Now you're talking, you know, there, there's so many opportunities that open up. Um, I think a really cool, I think my most the most fun sponsor story is we brought in Emma Jean, yeah. who's uh, it's a skincare line. Um, Allison Brennan is, you know, she's she, brilliant.
2: Yeah, she is. And she actually is born and raised in Oklahoma and she went to pharmacy school at Ole Miss.
3: Yeah. So. And she has her own skincare line and uh, we brought that in and she brought a bunch of products and I was like, this will be for the moms. And, you know, so we have something there for the moms and make it a good experience for everyone. Uh, but actually, the winner of our contest is now a brand rep for the skincare line, and you wouldn't necessarily no, you wouldn't think that he would be.
2: He's a top um, wide receiver recruit that just committed to UCLA. Um, I'm hoping we can get him back over here in the transfer portal at some point. <laughs> but he loves uh, he loves her skincare, and he wants to rep it, and he is all about it. And you just never. You never think that opportunity could come about for him. And it just did. It's just organic and it works, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's kind of crazy on the skincare part. We actually had, we have a deal with the advertising company through the podcast network to where like some of our non-local ads, they'll feed them to us. And we got one for a skincare company that was directed toward guys the other day. And I'm looking at the ad read and they're like, talk about your personal history with skincare. I'm like, ah, that is pretty empty there. But it it is clearly evolving in that sense, particularly, you know, I think that's a good example of that. As well, we'll get back to Abby and Susanna in just a second. But before we do, I wanted to take a quick break to remind you. Podcast is brought to you by Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any other hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up on any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate g- your game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to un- an unforgettable game day experience. Twisted tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. This podcast is also brought to you by AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I gave AG1 a try because I'm not always the best about eating healthy, and I knew my body needed something to fuel it better and give it the nutrients that it needs. And AG1 is great. I take it every day. It has definitely made a difference. You should try it too as well. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to ag, go to drinkag1.com slash mpw. That's drinkag1 slash mpw to check it out today. All right, back to the conversation. So for you guys, with the development of Hyperlux, was it pre or I had a decent timeline for the last time you and I talked, Abby, but I'm just curious... Was NIL an opportunity at the early stages of the company, or was this company formed off the NIL opportunity? Uh,
3: I came into the company probably around year two of the company. Um coming in with a different point of view. Uh, I think women in gaming in general have a different point of view. And uh, you know, my background in professional content. So, you know, I run global logistics and production for a you know, a (laughs) massive, a massive uh, production wing of a research firm in Boston. So, you know, I really know intimately the corporate structure of making things scalable and repeatable. And my husband who's worked, you know, in reality TV and commercials and, you know, sold his first, you know, screenplay at 19, like that kind of guy, just coming in with a different eye for things. Because if you're just going to do the same old, video game stuff that everyone else is doing you're, you're never going to get noticed you really have to kind of see where your opportunities lie and how you can create something completely new
2: well and I think when you came in the groundwork was already there for the NL. yeah like Hyperlux and the Grove Collective had already formed a relationship so Abby kind of picked up where that left off it's like
3: how do we level up yeah. the opportunities that we have mm-hmm. how do we execute on something that? is going to be cool and new. And, you know, especially with the Grove Collective and they're always trying to push the boundaries. They're always trying to innovate and bring new opportunities. And so this was really something that could, could move the needle in a different
1: way. Susanna, for you having a background in traditional sports, how did you kind of wrap your head around the NIL thing? And then how did that kind of I would say, merge with the whole gaming piece of it? Because I remember whatever summer day that was in 2021 when I all of a sudden became legal, like I think Bo Nix tweeted like a sweet tea ad at like 1202. And I was like, okay, wow, this is happening. This is off to the races. And it became kind of the Wild West. But for someone with a background in sports, how did you kind of wrap your head around it and see this as a huge opportunity?
2: Um, I mean, honestly, it's ever-changing. I know that's very cliche. And so I feel like I'm always trying to wrap my head around it.
1: I still Um, honestly have no idea what the best way to do. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's one of those things like it's not going anywhere and I have um, strong opinions on it just from a wish. You know, I had a lot of friends that uh, played here, uh, played football for Ole Miss and had a a great friend that was going to have a wonderful professional career and uh, broke his leg. And then, you know, another one that gotten to some different issues but I think about what and and their life worked out great they they have great happy lives but I think about what their opportunities would have been had they have had the NIL so I think there's definitely some positive things especially just opening the door for them as a for these students as adults um and I really, I'm just trying to always wrap my head around it and learn. Because, uh, like I said, it's ever changing. It's new rules. It's the it's still the wild, wild west. You know?
1: Yeah, it but absolutely. But we
2: have is. to for any school to really compete. You've got to lay the foundation, whether it's through the collective or or you know your. I guess the collectives are separate from the athletic departments, but you've got to laid that foundation so that your student athletes do have the same chances as the ones at the other school or the other States. And, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It and that's, groups. it's a question I think about a lot too. I think it's a great point. We have a partnership with the um, the Letterman's Lounge where they'll send their athlete of the week to do a podcast interview. And so far it's been a lot of guys in my, I would say like sweet spot as a kid in terms of like 2000, 2005, that area was kind of the first memories I had, so it's been very cool with me. But like for me, but my favorite question is kind of ask them like what what would have been like for you if nil had been around, and like it kind of throw out like oh I would have made a ton more money and honestly just had a better foundation to start my life yeah. as a young person. And you know for all the issues nil has, it is certainly a good thing that these kids are finally getting compensated.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I will say that the majority of people that we've been around and worked with, um, really want the best for these students, really want them to be educated on the long term, whether it comes to taxes and how, um, you know, how a sponsorship with this company will affect you with a potential sponsorship from another company. I mean, they really try to get in there and educate these students, um, Which gives me a certain amount of hope, because it's not just, I mean, yes, there's always going to be some sharks swimming in the water, you know, bad guys trying to take advantage, but for the most part, who I've encountered are really, really, you know, looking out for these student-athletes. Yeah. And wanting more opportunities for the females, for, yeah. you know, maybe not the traditional football, baseball, whatever, you know. Like the Libby Dunn's. Yeah, yeah. Like the Libby Dunn's. The, the females are really the ones that. The
3: that, brands love female athletes.
2: They're really taking it to the next level. Yeah. For,
3: I think there's a lot to be learned too from gaming and esports as an industry because it's very similar that it's young people out there making their own content, building their own personal brands. Uh, And there were no restrictions around that. And so there are a lot of lessons to be learned in setting up deals for yourself and and building that brand that really do apply to
1: these these NIL
3: athletes as well.
1: When I first heard about Hyperlux, it kind of fell in line with the thought that I'd had regarding Ole Miss. And for a school that's not always on the most forefront of things, the NIL – Grove Collective, whether it's William Liston, Walker Jones, everybody involved there, they were on the ball from day one. And it's kind of an Mm -hmm. interesting hypothetical to think if they had been a little bit further behind, where would the program be today from a talent and just an overall health standpoint? I mean, that for all athletic programs, obviously, I guess, kind of football at the forefront. But for you guys, what is it like pitching collectives, working with collectives and trying to get them on board?
2: It's different for every collective.
3: Yeah, they're all at different levels of maturity. Uh, there are different ways that they're looking at who they're trying to reach in terms of you know memberships and how they monetize to create recurring revenue for the collective, kind of outside of seasons and opportunities for these athletes year round. Um, everyone is looking at it a little differently, yeah. and it's it's really cool to have that insight into how. How these groups are looking at it mm-hmm.
2: they're operating all just in their own pace and world and you know growth collective is on the forefront and personally i'm really proud of that that the school that i graduated from is right up there
1: yeah and i imagine just in terms of trying to sell hyperlux generally i mean it kind of checks all the boxes right i mean you you can pitch the Idea that student athletes can play video games and it benefits them and the collective that seems in a very 10,000 foot view a pretty easy sales pitch. It seems almost like a no brainer.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it, it is pretty easy to convince some of these athletes to uh get paid to play video games.
1: Yeah,
2: it's, <laughs> so- yeah, it's, it's an easy, easy, it's there's not a heavy lift from the collective. We do most of the work for them. And, you know, because we know how busy they are and we know how busy these student athletes are too. And with just with their practice schedules alone.
3: Yeah. And we're white gloves, white labels. So we, you know, really match and elevate their current branding and uh, handle it start to finish.
1: So the event on Thursday, tell everyone out there kind of listening a little bit more about it, what it entails and what will happen on Thursday night on campus.
3: It's so exciting.
2: It's really exciting. So we have um two really amazing guests that are gonna be coming and playing a Madden match. And it's Patrick Willis and Marshall Henderson. Right. Heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> two almost greats. And which what's so funny about that is that Patrick actually is a big ganger. Like he that he really loves to do it. So personally I love that 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 organic fit. Mm. Um, But can tell about the broadcast?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that he has a Twitch channel, too. I followed him on Twitch. (laughs) Uh, The broadcast is really exciting, too, because this is essentially our version of College Game Day. This could be a sister to that, um, where you incorporate the esports athletes, you incorporate the traditional athletes and get people going head to head in these games. Uh, I think that especially this weekend with LSU will miss. Yep. There's a lot of excitement around that uh, coming back to campus. And uh, we have we're we're looking at it like segments. We have fun little bits where we incorporate the students and uh, have little contests like we have the big sip, which is a, a smoothie chugging contest from our title sponsor Nukes. Um, Cause it's the Nukes Campus Clash. And we have uh, you know.
2: dogs. Oh, the dogs. Yes, the Wild Rose Kennel
3: dogs
2: are coming. So I'm actually going to go out to Wild Rose in the morning and uh, they're going to make an appearance. So we'll, we we want to keep this broadcast on brand. And I feel like that's pretty on brand.
1: Yeah. How did the idea for broadcasting come up? I'm curious. And as someone who's not as familiar with the gaming community, as we kind of covered earlier, I watched a I can't remember Twitter or YouTube clip of one of you guys as broadcasters, you know, broadcasting a Madden match. And it certainly made me want to go play video games. Um, it was a lot of energy. It was a lot of fun. Is that something that you guys developed? Or is that something that was kind of an established part of the ecosystem, I guess?
3: One of the greatest parts of the program that we're putting on uh, is there are casters, um, Nick Mazesco and Andy Fenler. They are incredible incredibly talented they are you know they're the go-to broadcasters for EA and Madden they do the Madden Bowl at the Super Bowl and when they're big events you know that's who goes out and does it and we love working with them because they're so silly they love the entertainment side of it it's not about you know as the gamers say getting sweaty right it's not about you know being so focused on the game it's about making an entertaining show and i love working with them they're really looking at it in that way and i think that that's how esports is going to really make a full transition into mainstream mm-hmm. and i think that a really really easy way to do that would be you know college sports the college kids are playing the game the athletes are playing the game everybody understands football <laughs> <laughs> So I,
2: yeah, I mean, and when people ask me, you know, I, I'm just an Ole Miss sorority girl. I, I don't get into the gaming. That's kind of who I am. But then, so for me to understand it, if, if I had never seen a live event like this, I tell my friends, I say, think college game day, but instead of a football game, you're going to have Madden tournament played with some awesome old Miss alumni. And then you're going to have really fun, interactive games, a library card giveaway.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Get your library Some card.
2: Blue Delta jeans <laughs> giveaway and just a big Ole Miss party, but really promoting esports, traditional sports, the community kind of immersing that and meshing it all together um, so that, you know, this sorority girl down the street it's like i want to come to this event
3: yeah you know a really authentic experience yeah. um and we have great partners we have nukes yeah um fan cards uh they're they're given some cards to give away to the community and i think it's just a nice way to bring together bring everyone together yeah. it's about community coming together
2: yeah it's got it's got something for everyone you yeah. know
3: and the uh the esports team here at Ole Miss, they are fantastic. Yeah. There's a great director there, John McDermott. Uh the Ab Payne Esports facility is, you know, that's where that's where the epicenter and the heart of this broadcast is taking place will be on the lawn so that you'll be overlooking the grove um, you know, with the caster desk. And then inside the facility will be the matches and community gaming stations. Um, it's just really gonna be uh, a fun way to celebrate everyone in the community coming together. It's,
2: a, it's the perfect kickoff for the almost LSU weekend. So it's Thursday um at the esports um Pain the Payne Esports facility, which is in the Yerby Center on Grove Loop. Um and seven to nine. Mm-hmm. And it's open for everyone. It's it's just gonna be awesome. Yeah.
1: The broadcaster piece is fascinating to me. I'm curious, where did you find your broadcasters, and did you have to sell them on the idea of broadcasting esports? That they had experience in it all. What was it like trying to find people to broadcast a video game tournament?
3: They're pros, and broadcasting esports is, you know, in in the DNA of esports. So they live streaming and Twitch and it's all about broadcasting and uh looking at it that way instead of live streaming, it really is a broadcast and bringing the same fundamentals of TV to esports is something that, you know, it's happening slowly, but we'd like to see it happen faster. Yeah. And um Nick and Andy are pros. They're the best in the game. And we got we've been developing a relationship at EA for a while now. Um I think we were the first group to get full blanket licensing for uh, Madden 24. (laughs) So, you know, they know that we've been working to really develop an authentic program to merge esports and traditional sports and kind of elevate the community. So, you know, they hooked us up with Nick and Andy and it's been a great partnership
1: there. We will get back to Abby and Suzanne in just one second. But before we do, I want to take a quick break to remind you, this podcast is brought to you by Caldera. Fall is here, gentlemen, and it's about to get busy during the holidays. Don't let that stop you from sticking to your habits and being the best version of yourself. That's where our friends at Caldera Lab come in. These guys are the best in the skincare game with an easy routine, keeping your face looking pretty no matter your schedule. Plus, what's a better gift than clear skin? Join the other 100,000 men who trust Caldera Lab To show your best self and first impression this fall. Plus, it's a great gift. Caldera Lab is the leader in men's skin care made only with top tier ingredients and clinical trials have found 94% of men's skin showed an overall younger looking experience after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. And just for your audience, we have an exclusive deal. You're not beating this offer. Use promo code MPW at calderalab.com for 20% off right now. That is promo code MPW for 20% off Caldera Lab right now. Check them out. This podcast is also brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get warm, fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's a number, America's number one meal kit. Kickstart a fresh fall routine with HelloFresh. HelloFresh handles all meal planning and shopping to deliver everything you need to cook up a tasty meal right at home. They do the hard part and you get to take the credit. When it comes to options, honestly, more is more. That's why HelloFresh's menu includes 40 recipes and over 100 add-ons to choose from every week. HelloFresh has definitely saved the rippy household some time. It can be tough to find good quality meals. Kind of a pain in the butt to go to the grocery store. And HelloFresh has removed that problem for us so you should try today to go to hellofresh.com slash 50 mpw use the promo code 50 mpw for 50 percent off plus 15 percent off the next two months check them out today at hellofresh.com all right back to abby and susanna that made me think of one thing, and I probably should have asked you guys this before, but this is an Ask for Forgiveness podcast uh, motto here. <laughs> and if, if y'all are, I don't know how much y'all are allowed to talk about publicly. If so, just kind of give me the throat slash and we will uh, edit it out. But this is the, the pilot for a certain broadcast network. Is that something you guys are able to discuss? What is that kind of like?
3: Yeah, well, we wanted to put on a pilot because we know, and the feedback we got from our event on On3, um, we're TV ready. The people are ready for this. They're looking for new kinds of content. We're talking about the writer strikes and, you know, content's gonna be in a weird place. This is a really good moment to like, what else is out there? What else are people interested in and and how can we incorporate that? And you know, especially with SEC, there's no SEC league for eSports. It's not right. an official part of the SEC. And uh, we want we want to show them that, you know, this can be just like your traditional athletics and uh, we'll show you how, we'll we'll show you what it looks like. And so we're going to do it for you and having these major networks um, here to see the show and ready to see what we have up our sleeves. It's a, it's a pretty exciting moment to be able to, you know, this would be the, you know, there are currently no esports airing on networks yeah and so if we did this it would be uh it'd be a big moment so
2: and i think you know combining the traditional sports with the esports bringing that in together just makes sense and i mean i would watch it um we definitely have a lot of eyes on us this weekend and i wouldn't want to do it anywhere else than right Beside the Grove with our partners like the Grove Collective and the eSports team and the university. I mean, the university had to give us clearance to do it in the first place, and they were super, super so supportive excited. Yeah. From um, day one.
3: Yeah. So we're at the Payne eSports facility. You know, Ab Payne's on the board of the Grove Collective. They, you know, they have, they're standing up new. Um, programs for esports degrees and scholarships. Scholarships. And, a yeah. new director, and they came in and uh, were really, really successful with their competitive esports teams. And you know, we want to put that on a, on yeah. the same stage.
2: Absolutely, I want all this to get the credit they deserve for being you know so innovative in this in this area.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen to that for sure. That so about a year ago, I read a news story that definitely brought back some nostalgia. I have no idea where this stands now, but the college football game coming back at some point. Do y'all monitor that at all? <laughs> do y'all see that as a future opportunity? That definitely brought me back to you know 12-year-old me. I was excited to hear that.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Like I said, we we've been working with EA um, how oh, man, more than a year a now, time. a long time. Uh, you don't just kind of walk up to EA sports and say, hey, I'm doing a show.
1: (laughs) Imagine that wouldn't go
3: well. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be cool, right? And, And maybe next time I'll be able to do that. But it did take a really long time to develop those relationships and show, especially for something brand new that no one else is doing, like what this looks like. And they were obviously interested in our relationships and how we were interacting with NIL collectives and how that was you know, because they are really interested in how that's going to play out with this yeah. new game coming up. And when this game comes out, I think there's going to be a lot of groups who are really interested in having those athletes playing themselves in this game, <laughs> in a show. And, you know, we're, yeah, we're t- keeping tabs on it. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to elevate everybody. I want to see, Um, I, re- I really just personally want to see this Successful, not just for the company, but I think that it's important. It's an important moment of inclusion. It's yeah. an important moment of communities coming together and people realizing, like, maybe I'm a football player. Maybe this is an esports player, but we're both competitors and we're both student athletes and we should support each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's beautiful to see that come together.
1: One of the last things I had for y'all, you, Abby, you had explained this to me um, back when we talked in the summer, just the concept of it from a student athlete perspective. And I'm just making up a hypothetical here. So please don't email me how to sign up for this tournament after. But let's just say Jackson Dart wanted to host a Madden tournament. What does that look like? How can you play? What is kind of the general setup of what that would look like?
3: We have some exciting news for you.
1: <laughs> is that so happening? We- did, did I just predict the future? All
3: right. Essentially, uh, okay. so we work with the Grove Collective, and what we're doing is we're putting on a monthly esports tournament that is endorsed by an NIL student athlete. Okay. Um, Kedrick Roscano was our very mm-hmm. first uh tournament. It was a Madden tournament, and the Grove Collective is um putting these on to as an incentive for members for the Grove Collective. So if you're a member of the Grove Collective, you can enter these tournaments and win exclusive prizes. Uh, For the first month, we had Lane Kiffin, Nikes. Nikes, yeah, Um, which were obviously a hot commodity. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, We had uh, a tour of the Manning Center And so giving away non-monetary prizes and really basing it around experiences like meet and greets with the athletes and tickets um, for your fandom is a really cool way that we are bringing, you know, the stars on the fields together with their fans and their eSports fans. Yes. And we've got um, a basketball player next, Mm Jalen,
2: and then Peyton, a girls volleyball player coming up. So. It's really fun to get to know these um, student athletes too. They're,
3: they're, they're really funny. They are really fun.
1: We will get back to Abby and Suzanne in just one quick second, but I'll take one more final break to remind you. Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. Unfortunately, life doesn't always come with an instruction manual. That's why BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy service connecting over a million clients with licensed online therapists. Quick, easy, and affordable. You can get matched with a the therapist after filling out a brief survey. You can switch therapists at any time, and you don't even have to be on camera if you don't want to. Take care of your mental health today. Go online to betterhelp.com and get 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com mpw to get 10% off your first month. This podcast is brought to you by Skybox Sports Picks. Who is Skybox Sports Picks? Well, glad you asked. So, the world's best gambling handicapping website. The inventors of the Skybox Matrix and an advanced modeling mechanism that has helped propel Skybox to the top of the sports handicapping industry. Check them out today. Skybox is rolling with their college football and NFL picks packages. Don't be that guy that loses a bunch of money based off their own liens. Skybox is a full proven method to send you a color-coded pick spreadsheet Divided up by units, and boom, you're all of a sudden more equipped to profit than before signing up for Skybox. Make this football season a profitable one. Check it out, skyboxsportspicks.com. Use the promo code Rippy R-I-P-P-E-E, and get 20% off any picks package. Check them out, skyboxsportspicks.com. Podcast is also brought to you by LB's University Avenue there in Oxford. Go see Greg. If you're a Rippy Right subscriber, that's rippeywrights.substack.com. Get a free newsletter from me and discounted meats. Right now, it's three six-ounce bacon wrap fillets, for 20 bucks. That's about a $40 valuation. You're getting there for 20 bucks. Go in there, show Greg proof of subscription. He'll get you set up. Then go find all your own favorites at the most delicious butcher shop in the world. Check them out. LB's University Avenue there in Oxford. All right. Back to the conversation. That's a fascinating concept regarding like the collective and the incentives, but like just to clarify, do you need to be a member of the Grove Collective as far as like not athlete side, donor side to sign up and play in the tournament?
3: Uh, You do. The very first one was a free tournament. And, uh, you know, this next one, what a what a better way to incentivize people to learn about NIL and to support the Grove Collective or to remember to support the Grove Collective um, than wanting to enter these tournaments and uh, offering something to for the donors kids. Right. You know, you're you're donating each month. Maybe you're not the person who's going to hop in and play some Madden games. But you know what? Yeah, your kids probably want to. So. I have a.
2: My brother lives in Baton Rouge currently, and um, you know, of course, I do everything I can to to push Ole Miss over LSU on the regular. But they, you know, his two high school sons can get on there and play in these tournaments, and they're you know down in Louisiana and Tigerland. So I love that it bring, it pulls the collective together from wherever you
3: are. Yeah. Just being able to be global and local at the same time uh, is a really cool way to to bring all the fans together. And also, you know, say to your 12 year old son or daughter, you know, you're playing games all the time. Why don't you go win us some tickets? Yeah, <laughs> you get some new Kiffin shoes. Yeah. If you're going to sit there playing video games all day, at least go win us something.
1: That's one hell of an incentive and no better reminder, like you mentioned, to sign up and become a member of the Growth Collective. Last thing I have for y'all, and this is a broad question and take it any direction you want. This is something that is so new and so much on the forefront. Like when you guys think about the future of this, what does that look like to you? Where do you all want to take this?
3: I see a route where we're working with collectives now, but I think direct to athlete, is kind of the next step here. Mm-hmm. A lot of athletes have a big social media following and some are more gaming centric than others. Yeah. And uh, it's nice to do it for the collective, but if your collective is at a different level of maturity and maybe isn't ready to stand up a program for you, that doesn't mean that you can't bring gaming and esports fun and community to your school. So I see an opportunity there. And also, you know, I think personally that our show is a really great sister show to game day. Yeah. You know, maybe being able to be at the opposite school in to us where we're doing a Madden event. And uh, I see that. That's that's kind of I where definitely I see, it. see that for sure. It's not. It's a, just a natural fit. It's it's the evolution of sports and and
2: this is the beginning of it. I truly believe. Um, and it's like I said, and like I will keep saying, I'm so excited that it's going to start here at Ole Miss.
3: I think it's also about the former athletes too. And that's why yeah. i like to bring in the legends, you know, after you're not on the field, you still have your fans and how are you going to engage them? How are you, you know, our platform also kind of works as a CRM. So if there's a bunch of alumni that you maybe don't have all their information or ways to, get in touch or keep in touch with someone you know you run into each other playing this esports tournament and you know now you're reconnected and it's a really good way to kind of keep something on your calendar each month where you dedicate that time to your fandom and the other people who care about that with you and uh we're all so busy I never really make time. I'm always working. I never make time to do something like that. And having that on your calendar and being like, this is me time. Yeah. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to play some games with other people. Just like love what I
1: love.
2: Yeah. Just like Patrick Willis does now on the regular.
3: Yeah. of his Madden games.
1: That's awesome. Check it out. The Nukes Campus Clash 7 and 9 on Thursday night. That is September 28th. I'm looking forward to checking it out. I appreciate both of y'all joining me. This was a hell of a lot of fun learning a bit more about this. And I look forward to seeing the event on Thursday and uh, getting a feel for it with my own eyes and hopefully saying hello to you too. Thank y'all for joining the show. This is a lot of fun.
3: Yeah. always oh, a pleasure, Brian. Thank you.
1: All right. That's going to do it for our show today. Really appreciate Abby and Susanna's time. I hope you learned as much as I did. I can't wait to Hit up the event on Thursday. You should too. It's going to be a ton of fun, and I'm looking forward to checking it out in person for myself. I've heard a lot about it over the last few months, and I'm looking forward to seeing it with my own eyes. Really appreciate their time. We'll be back with a couple more podcasts this week. we got a former player and a very, very famous Ole Miss alum who is not a player. So stay on the lookout for that. We'll be back tomorrow.